0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to the Engineer of What podcast. You have myself, Nathan Westfall, and Ricky Warden. What Ricky up? Ricky.
1: Hello there. Yeah.
0: How's, uh, how you doing? Day off, right? Yeah, Friday? day off.
1: Good Friday. Yeah. Nice. Uh, cleaning the house before people come over on Easter. So, are you uh, having a
0: family come over? Her family, your family?
1: Um, no, just my well, mom and dad's come down, and I have a friend. Uh, she has a friend or a coworker, rather, from, uh, um, from where she works, coming nice. to church with us. So, oh, um, nice. yeah, yes, so that'll be nice. Uh, then they're coming over for dinner, or not dinner, but lunch. Lunch. Yeah. Lunch. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Uh, and Easter. So, yep. That is Very basically it. Nice. Yeah. Nice three day weekend.
0: Nice. <coughs> I'm in the same boat with you. I took yeah. the day off. The office doesn't have the day off, but I took it off because um, I got back from Ohio at uh, one in the morning. So, 12 hours ago.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, that's really nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: I know they were all asking me cause uh, a couple of the guys came from New Jersey and they're lucky and they have direct flights and being the only one from Albany, I was the only one without a direct mm-hmm. flight. So mm-hmm. yep. went, went through, uh, Atlanta. So really? Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very I was the only flight available. So that's huh. what I got stuck with. Yep. Yep. Um, I wanted to quickly, before we start today's episode, one, uh, well last week we talked about security, right? We talked about security and, mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote a blog post, I don't know if you saw it, on the website for a tool. We talked about the the tool a little bit, but I actually decided to just write up uh, real quick what it does, how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anyone's interested, I mean, that tool's open source, so... I appreciate feedback, appreciate if you have any issues with it to let me know, but uh, we keep using it. We actually made some changes to it the other day, and we'll probably push it out, but um, super helpful tool, so I wanted to make sure that everyone had that, because security seems to be the bigger thing, because you probably saw that even Facebook just got accused of Pa- passwords in plain text. Yeah,
1: well, yeah, it was in Instagram or Facebook company in general, right? Yeah, right. Which and is Instagram it, yeah. they they strategically released that info right as uh, Mueller released his report. So <laughs> real, real classy. <laughs> that was that's funny. Real, real smart. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I find I'm it going funny that every
0: yeah. at every time someone does passwords in plain text, mm-hmm. um, it seems to always be like a log file in an S3 bucket. <laughs> like if you always read like the details of it, uh-huh. it's always just like someone like oh yeah, it was up in Amazon's S3 and it was just uh just there, no big deal. Wow, well. I know <laughs> it scares me. I'm I'm, yeah, like na- I mean. I'm like now going through all of our stuff since mm-hmm. we recently moved to AWS and I'm mm-hmm. like okay, what am I storing in S3 that shouldn't be here? Like what's in my <laughs> log files? Uh, try to make sure I'm not getting accused of the same thing. So right. I think we're good, but it was definitely uh. A brief moment of, oh, crap. Let me <laughs> <laughs> nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Move along.
1: <laughs> so, uh, did you see um, about that Galaxy Fold? I did. Let's talk Any about bit? this for a second. Real today. quick, yeah. yeah.
0: So I think it's interesting. So for everyone who doesn't know, this is where the, sc- the screens would break after like two, three days or something, right? Mm-hmm. Like half the screen would stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's because of... I know they have some other issues on top of this, but the majority of them seem to be because people thought it had that screen protector.
1: <laughs> yeah, Marquez Brownley from uh, from YouTube just like, oh yeah, this is a screen protector, and just starts to peel it off, and then like, nope, do not <laughs> take it off, because um, he apparently there's a lot of force you have to take to take that thing off. You have to really yank on it, supposedly. Gotcha. I'm like, okay, that makes sense, but at the same time, though, like, wouldn't you think that? I mean, I don't know why would you want to take out a screen screen protector. But,
0: yeah, I get some people just like like. Um, well, it, they, the natural, are t- they are made it.
1: They are testing it too, so it's like, oh, okay. I wonder if it you can just take this off, but that makes sense. But like, I can't believe that they would have so much of a gap that you would think that oh, it's a screen protector, exactly. You know, and, and, and they, they made a
0: good point too. So, um, I the big problem for the confusion probably is the S10 was the first phone Samsung did that uh, came with the screen protector actually attached to
1: it. Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, so okay. that's already
0: like set up in people's minds. We're like, oh, Samsung includes screen protectors now. Let me just take it off. Right. Um, but I huh. get, I get like for this phone, technically it's not the screen protector because the screen isn't glass. It's now,
1: what is it actually? Because I, I couldn't find anybody answering that question. What exactly so the, is that that protector or whatever it is?
0: is uh, yeah, the screen is plastic. Um, right. Right and that actual thing that they ripped off was technically the screen cuz you got to think so you have the the actual display mm-hmm. and the touch sensor mm-hmm. underneath it and right. they ripped that plastic thing off that's like the equivalent of me ripping the glass off my phone and just inter- it, uh interacting with the digitizer mm. okay. so that's what that's essentially what they did but it felt huh. like a but it felt like a screen protector obviously that's because so okay. it's plastic right um and it probably even more so felt like a screen protector because it's meant to bend, right? So it's probably yeah. not the same material you're thinking where like the tempered glass screen protectors mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It's plastic plastic,
1: you know? Right. That's so weird. Yeah, huh. definitely weird. And
0: I think I think their big mistake was uh early Samsung's because they didn't make it obvious. Uh, probably isn't a big deal if they didn't just release S10s with an included right. screen
1: protector. But then, I mean, you also got to think about, like, if these tech-savvy re- uh, reviewers are making that mistake... Exactly. ...is the general population who's going to buy this going to make gonna the make same 100%. mistake? Are they probably. 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 Um, the other complaint I saw was that something stuff got actually up into the uh, hinge, and then when they tried too. to close it, it would just, like, explode the hinge.
0: Oh, yeah, I
1: did see that, yeah, and then there's all uh, some others that are just like straight up, just it just broke one they were open close, open, close, yeah, and so. I think
0: I think this is the thing that we'll notice between um I think the Samsung fold at this point will fail. I mm-hmm. think it's got too many issues
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, that it won't work, however, the Huawei foldable, if it ever comes to the us um, will work better because they did the flip. The other way around. Yeah, they, they made the it the other way. Mm-hmm.
1: They didn't yeah. make it compressible. They made it stretchable.
0: Exactly, and I think that's the better approach. And I think a lot of people are starting to agree that that's the better approach for it.
1: Right. Well, although you don't get as much protection on that hint. Well, I guess that that piece of the screen that's the technically the hinge on right. the Huawei that's going to get a lot of beat banged around because you're going to be scratching that portion if you're putting it in your pocket or something like that. Like I I do. I don't know.
0: I do I do agree, but I don't think they'll have the same hinge issues in terms of it folding. Um, yeah. And I th- I think the way that they did their plastic is almost to the bezel, so it's a little different.
1: That's true. With yeah. the confusion, you know? Right. right. Um, so I still wouldn't buy it. $2,000 is not justifiable. That's absolutely. a really good gaming computer. It is. Honestly.
0: And I will say this, though. At the very least, I watched one of the unboxings for the Fold. Mm-hmm. At least they included the new Galaxy Buds for $2,000.
1: Oh, like so you, the um the wireless the, ones. the wireless. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, that's 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 better than Apple. I will it's say th- that. Yeah, it's better not, than what Apple would do. <laughs> yeah.
0: Still not justifiable, but at least mm-hmm.
1: no. they tried. Yeah. They did try. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Now yeah. what some people were saying was like, Oh, well, you know, if I'm paying two thousand dollars for a phone, you know, I want it to be dockable so I can use it as a regular PC and then I also want it to, you know, have the foldableness of so I can have the tablet and a phone. So I'm yep. all three in one. If I'm paying two grand, it, I mean and like with the amount of RAM on that thing and the processor and everything else like that, it's like, why not? You know? Yeah. They yep. they were able to do it with um with the Ubuntu phone. So right. why can't you do it now? But and
0: th- Samsung has a version of that. What's it called Samsung Dex, where something it like that. Yeah, runs, runs Linux on it. Yeah, I th- yeah. I think that's only on the the new uh, S four.
1: Now, what I would be interested to see is a Microsoft designed and built foldable phone with Windows running on it. It's been rumored with it's Windows been Mobile rumored. running on it. Well, it's like Windows Ten Mobile, but you know, you know if, what I'm talking about. If they That'd have
0: s- which, hold on, so we're going to switch topics right now. So we're done with full fold- I agree with you on that foldable phone for Windows Ten. I think it was called. Andromeda, or something was the Andromeda, I Andromeda? Andromeda. I thought that was
1: like their that was their um oh man, their modular phone. No.
0: Well that I think that kind was of? Google's code word for the module phone. Oh, oh, And, and Microsoft oh my gosh. also okay. had a different. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: anyway, speaking of Microsoft, we're going off topic for a second. The hub, you and I were talking about this yesterday. Uh, oh man. I really want one. Or at the office to get Dude, one. Dude, I, sure. I want
1: one of those babies so bad. Yeah. Um, Not I don't need the $22,000 one. or No, I don't need the 85-inch. The 85-inch. That's just insane. That's projector-level size.
0: Yeah, I'm good with the 50-inch because oh, yeah. I told you my use case was we have – I don't I don't think it would make sense for our office to get a bunch of them, but we mm-hmm. probably have about 15 meeting rooms. Mm-hmm. I just want the thing to be rentable, and I'll roll it around where I need to go. Oh, especially, yeah, that makes especially sense. Especially with yeah. the, new, the new battery pack that fits on the stand. Right. Gives you 20 minutes. I can get from one office to another in 20 minutes.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, And then just plug it in. You're good to go. Like that'd be that'd be really cool, I think. I think more so for you than me, because I don't think we we don't really have those types of meetings where we need a whiteboard to draw stuff. It's more like pulling up Excel files and stuff, which we already can do on like a regular TV. Yeah. So but for you, like drawing diagrams of things and whatnot, that makes more sense.
0: We have enough remote employees where it is a sense because we do whiteboard a lot. Mm. Um, and the integration with Teams is how we do all of our meetings now. So the fact that you can just schedule a meeting through Teams, use the mm-hmm. whiteboard, and then it's it's great. Well, then
1: everybody can um, can uh, video conference into. I think with the right, the, and that's what we 2S.
0: do. That's what we do now with the projector. But mm-hmm. if it was just available through here, then it just makes it even, even
1: mm-hmm. easier. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and well, how much is the cheaper one? Six thousand, I think.
0: It's justifiable, it's like though. So here's the it's thing. Six th- yeah. I, I, I think we could justify the $8,000 one for the 50-inch because they made it modularized, where once they come out with a new GPU or CPU, it just swaps out of the bottom. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, the, it's, a, it's probably the size of a Mac Mini, um, and it's literally a cartridge that comes out. And comes oh, that's in. so cool. Okay. Yeah. So the $8,000 is a big upfront cost, but right. you don't have to keep upgrading the screen.
1: Okay, you see now upgrade. that makes sense because like the yeah. screen screen technology isn't gonna get much better. And when the way that you're using that screen too, you're gonna be pretty close to it. You can't tell the difference between four K and two K or whatever. I, I don't even know what the resolution is. But like you're, you're not gonna, gonna, gonna need tell, the it, upgrade. It's not no, gonna get any better
0: for, for your purpose.
1: No, it's not like you're doing um you're not like you're drawing high quality photos on there. I mean it's like right. you know, it's it's a whiteboard for God's sake. Like yeah, it's meant, <laughs> for, yeah, it's meant for
0: meetings. it's fine. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So I want to mention that real quick. Cause that was a fun conversation yesterday. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm love it.
1: Now you just need to convince them to get the, um, oh, surface. Uh, what's the big, the, what's the big screen one for your desk that you can like have uh, the, the turn on it. About. I, ah, I forget, I but you know I, what I'm talking about. But I, yeah. yeah, now yeah. you just need to convince people to get one of those too. Nah.
0: I'm waiting you for a the MacBook.
1: No, that's what I'm waiting for. Uh, okay.
0: Yeah. That's right. Um, all right, so on, we're gonna, today's going to be a shorter episode because we got so much going on, or at least I do. i got to go set up a stage in 20 minutes, so we're going to mm. cover this quick. But I was in Ohio this whole week meeting with a client and doing all this stuff. Um, I want to know your thoughts, your experience with PMs or project managers, mm-hmm. um, how, if you've had to deal with them, how it's been dealing with them do you have project managers on your team or do you work with project managers for clients or both? Mm. Um, Can you walk me through like how you've had to interact with PMs and then I'll tell Mm. you. Well,
1: see, now the way that my office right now is set up is like me and my boss who is considered a PM project is considered project manager. We like literally do everything. Um, We work on everything together. So like I usually do, the legwork and then she does review and things like that. Oh, okay. Cool. You know, nice. that kind of stuff. Yep. So then it's constantly like a back and forth and it's not like uh she has to manage multiple people. It's just I think it's literally just me is basically when you guys, all that when you manage. guys do
0: project management, are you like very heavily on making sure you have like dates set and stuff like that for completion to do's like I'm talking like an actual yeah. like Yeah, kinda?
1: Uh, well we in our proposals, when we do proposals, we do a schedule. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what that, yeah, the, okay. Yeah. That we're gonna keep, that we're gonna stick to because the um, they sign, and then the client will sign off on that. So we'll stick to yep. that. But like, as far as like breaking down into like um, uh, MVPs um, yeah. and things like that, like people in my company because it's not tech company, not tech engineering, it's sure. classical civil engineering and <laughs> yeah, environmental. Right. They yep. don't know what a scrum. Uh, do, do you call them scrums or scrims? Uh, scrums. You call them scrums, okay? Some yeah. people call it, say scrum. I don't know why. No, it's scrum. Um, okay. Yeah, so they don't know what a scrum is. They don't know what MVP is. They don't know like how um, what agile being yep. agile is. They don't know any of that. The like, and who I learned that
0: agile don't even know what agile is. Everyone <laughs> has their own definition of agile. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
1: Yeah. But like, they don't even, they haven't even heard of that term. When I say like, oh yeah, we should, you know, if I was to say, hey, we should be agile with this project and in the um, scheduling whatnot? Then they'd be look at me like, "What the hell are you talking about? Yeah, what are you doing? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah." yeah, they, yeah. they wouldn't know because, like in college, like that's that's how we had to do our projects for yeah. um, our project class. We had to do the MVPs, we had to do the scrums, we had to do that, and do like it, we were held to that as part of our grade. So that's yep. how we learned it, and it made sense. Yeah, but yeah. now in the real world, nobody knows what the heck that is, yeah, except no for does. you know programmers, basically developers yep. and tech people. That they're the only ones who really know it. Because I mean, have to. Yeah, you kind of have impossible. to. Just that's, yeah. just that's just that's just the nature of your job and yeah. your how you guys make money. Yeah. Um,
0: do you what what tools do you use to help? Like, so do you just use you Excel's know. and Gantt charts, or do you use like this. Microsoft Project Planner or something?
1: Um, it's kind of like a. Uh, oh crap this is due in a week (laughs) that's basically how it goes it's like uh, ah shit (laughs) well so for the it's more about like like yeah we have this date to hit all right let's just keep on working on it and then if we get close and we're like a little behind then we're like all right we need to pick up the pace Mm. a little bit if we're behind if we're ahead we're like all right we're good you'll just keep on working on it yeah um there's no real hard set thing once you get into the project Now, project planning that's a different story, yeah, we'll set it all up,
0: sure, But like
1: sure. but like at the same time though we nobody really keeps track of that stuff, and nobody's really keeping up with it either, you yeah. know
0: that's always true. I know other
1: engin- engineering firms do use uh project, yes, um yep. now, By I've Microsoft, tried to, right? yeah, 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 and I've tried to get that to be used more. But the issue is, is that apparently our company only has like two licenses for project. So they put it on a shared, um, computer where you, it's a remote, a remote, uh, connection. So you log into the remote connection and then it's on that one because license is on the shared computer. And it's like, why do I need to sign into a whole different computer to do this? Like it's too much work at that point. Yeah, I know, but like, it's just, it's, just dumb because then it's like well I'm just going to use excel cuz this is dumb. Yeah. Like Microsoft
0: <laughs> has another version of project now um through oh, Microsoft really? Teams called uh oh, Planner. Okay. So you don't you let's don't see. have to use Teams though. Hold on, so let me let me rephrase that. So it's easier to use through Teams. However, mm-hmm. it is a separate function of Office 365 that's like Planner. Oh, but you guys aren't Office 365, right?
1: Heck no, because we because I think I've talked about this before that people in the company before our new tech guy signed contracts that they um, were really dumb. So yep. we have to like keep stuff for the next like three or so years, three or four years, and we can't get 365. We can't do any of that. Yep. I mean, yep. I, <laughs> I mean to be honest, 365 is expensive for what, um, but for not for what you get, but like upfront. It, like it's yeah a sticker shock so like i know upper management be like no we're not doing that like it everything works fine it. as it is yeah. so we don't need yeah. to we don't need to upgrade you know that kind of mentality but yeah um yeah no, it mean, might that. be
0: free actually it looks like planner's free oh really yeah you just have to have a microsoft account to do it
1: oh well everybody has one of those
0: yeah so there you go. Maybe something for you to look into. There yeah,
1: go. I mean, I've been using OneNote a lot just for my own personal. Yeah, to-do's. Yeah, I'm with you.
0: Yep, I do that. Like
1: too. the I, okay, so I just fe- I just figured out this uh, this functionality the other day when you oh dock god. a note and then you're like working on a Word document, it automatically links the note to the do- that line, the note to the document. I was like, oh my god, my oh mind's blown. that's
0: cool. You I didn't know that. that. No, yeah,
1: so only it only works in docked mode, I believe, uh, or I think so. Okay. I think you can turn it on in the regular mode too, but like it automatically will link it. So then you just click click on that link, and then it'll pop open that.
0: Uh, that's cool.
1: Document or Excel or whatever. That's cool. Yeah,
0: I'll have to try to find that. And yeah, use that's it. pretty sweet.
1: That's cool. Um, yeah. So with P- other PMs though, like it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to work with new PMs cause, so yeah. You got some PMs in other divisions that I don't work with. I never even talked to them before. That, like, they like it their way and only their way. If you yeah. have any sort of will of your own, you're kind of screwed and you're going to super get, gonna get super frustrated. Yeah. So, yeah. good luck. Then you got others that are like, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's work it out and I'll teach you some things along the way. Like, that's – I like that personally the best. Yep. Um, then you got others that are like – um go 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 and then kinda like, all right, no, that was you know, <laughs> we're running out of budget, blah blah blah. It, it you don't know. There's yeah, just some there's so um, many dynamics of, of a PM. Yeah, and it's like yep. hard to determine sometimes.
0: What's interesting, so the the project I'm on right now, mm-hmm. um guess how many PMs are involved?
1: Oh Lord, three.
0: Ooh, buddy, five. Oh my god. <laughs> um
1: and how many people in total are on the project?
0: So, this meeting, so that when we were in a room this week, there were five PMs and six other people. It's almost 1 PM per person. Wow. Yeah. So the ratio, the ratio is totally off. Um, And honestly, it was, it's, it gets hard because we're all kind of on the same page, which is good. But Mm -hmm. the PM I have to communicate with directly is pretty laid back. Um, Mm -hmm. We, you know, get along well. We figure out dates, but he's not like, um, the D type person where he's really like controlling and all like up into it, but he does like just want dates. Um, there's the other guy mm-hmm. who does PM work who kind of doesn't really enforce anything or do anything. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of like the laid back PM. And then the main PM is, uh, that's just for one one client. Uh, their main PM is then just like super driving, like don't be late for meetings, don't do this, don't do this. Everything's in SharePoint. Please do it there. Like almost like overly strict of like you do it his way or no way. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then then that doesn't even include like RPMs that are also involved in the project. So uh, right. it, it it's not that it's hard to get everyone on the same page. It's hard to work with that many dynamics because you don't know if like if I have to go past this deadline because this other PM asked me to do something, is this one going to like blow up the whole project or is it going to? you know work out. So it's kind of hard to I guess the hardest part for me is just because project management is is definitely a role and it can be complicated at times, right? To make sure that everyone's on the same page, make sure everyone's in the loop, to make sure you're hitting the deadlines, right? But mm-hmm. I just because something isn't organized, throwing PMs at the problem is not the way to solve it. It gets overly no. complicated way too quick in right. my opinion, and I could be wrong, but in my like, opinion it's way too complicated.
1: Yeah. And sometimes they like, sometimes people in upper management will throw a bunch of PMs at the project because, like, all right, that's they're all, this, they're all super smart. They can get happens. it done. They yeah. can, they all know how to work with other people, blah, blah, yep. blah. Yeah. Like, that'd be great. Um, but that doesn't, it's not always how it works out. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, it causes more confusion for me because I'm, I'm not a project manager. Like, I, I manage my team, but I'm not a project manager. I'm not going to pretend like I am. Um, but, uh, When you throw more PMs at me, it's more like, okay, this guy said this thing, this guy said this thing. You guys need to figure yourself out. I don't really have time to – because I have to work with all the PMs, and they don't always talk to each other. So it's kind of like I don't have time to mediate a conversation between all of you. You guys figure it out and then come back with, like, a single source of truth truth for me. Otherwise – I'm doing two different things the wrong way, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's what, that's what the biggest issue is, like, one person you got, you tell them one thing, one then another person, yep. like, has a totally different idea. Yep. It's like, unless everybody sits down all the time and talk about it and decide on one thing, you're kind of, it's going to be hard. Right.
0: And, it, and then up to that point, it's up to the company, you know, who has all yeah. these PMs to make sure that the PMs are talking to each other. And I, I can't, yeah. Oh, yeah I'm not going to, I mean, I'm a developer. I'm not going to, I'm not going to waste time on that. No, you're not going to waste probably politics. Should, yeah, no. yeah, yeah, but. It's not gonna happen. No. Well, um, there
1: should be. Is there like one PM in charge of all the everybody else?
0: In and that's the problem. Indirectly, yes, it has Ooh. not been said. Ooh. But no, but you need like, to establish that. <laughs> I kind of, in my mind, I know who is, and I think everyone else kind of know who who is. But it's not like, oh, this is the main PM. You should go to him for anything. It's just uh, title wise, he is the PM. We should go to,
1: Oof. you know. Yeah, it Like when you start, like when we start a project, we do a work plan. We call it. Yep. And and everything's defined out, like who's going to work on what and the, the tasks, and um, like who's the PM and who's QA QC person yep. and who's doing what. So no, that's good. And I think we're that's... getting.
0: I think we're getting there. So that's the other thing too. Is like originally the first PM on this project was the laid back one, and mm-hmm. now we're getting the one that's. In my opinion, a little over controlling, but he's he's very good at what he does. Like Mm -hmm. very, very good. It's just his personality for me is a little hard to work with. But he is, by all means, a great PM. Um, Yeah, that's where we're getting. Is I think he's starting to develop lists of like this person's in charge of this and this person's in charge of this. So I think where you start off projects is where we're getting four months into a project, right? Which is fine. I definitely agree that that's where we should be going, but. After already working on the project for four months, it's kind of hard to shift what I've been doing to now someone else or a different – pro. you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like once the project's been started, it's going to – I'm going to spend two weeks spinning my wheels and figuring out who I should communicate with because all this process has changed. Uh, oh, yeah. Rather yeah. than doing the work. you know? mm-hmm. so that's, oh, yeah. that's the only hard part. It's going to be better in the end, but right mm-hmm. now we're in that process where it's just kind of like a lot of back and forth.
1: And especially when stuff isn't standardized and yes. 1 p.m. takes over for another p.m. And they're like, well, what the heck is this? We're going to have to redo it now.
0: Exactly. No, and that's exactly, exactly, exactly what's happened.
1: Yeah. And that's just the worst. That is yeah. the absolute worst. Because yeah. especially when things were done wrong the first time and you're like, oh, I don't want to spend the time to do this, but it needs to get done. Right. And it's like you're and wasting the I'm time. I'm on, yeah.
0: I'm on board for doing it right. I didn't have mm-hmm. control over the other p.m. because it wasn't from our company. It was from someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't I wasn't trying to make it uh what it was i was just trying to get the work done um so i'm on board with this new pm getting stuff done the way it should be but as you just said it's hard to then switch over from no process to a process and still hit technical deadlines
1: right yeah yeah Mm -hmm. so
0: um that's where we're at so um yeah i uh i'm trying to think what else with pms that we really do we uh do you have weekly calls or, like, daily calls with any clients that you kind of follow up with stuff?
1: Um I don't personally, but my okay. manager does um, because we, you know, we spend almost 40 hours a week on this one client. So, every week. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, like, it's almost daily calls with her and... Um, the director of public works for the for the client you do like town. small
0: small stand-ups like half hour or so of just like everyone not even say, it's, more oh, okay, like
1: a, uh, it's more or less like a it's more or less like a hey uh, we need you to do this so every single time that he calls it's another task basically got it and it's like got it dude
0: you're killing us man <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> and, so then question then yeah with that so if someone calls in um or you're on one of these stand-up calls and someone has a suggestion for something or they're, they're like oh we need you to do this instead once the contract is signed, how do you guys go processing uh, the well, change see, order?
1: Well, that's um, – hmm, it depends on the contract. So, like, we have an open-end contract with that town. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, like, whatever needs to get done, it gets done. Um, it, and we just charge it to that miscellaneous project number. Ah, I got gotcha. yep. um, But then if it's, like – that's honestly the most of our changes. Now, if there's, like – a change in something before it, some, before something got bid out to be constructed, then you have to uh, you have to issue an addendum to the project manual, which outlines all the materials and everything and every mm-hmm. single standard. Um, gotcha. If not, then pass that. If there's going to be a change in price or something, or if like there's a change in scope, then you have to do a change order, which is just like a uh, form that we have to fill out, and then you have to have the client sign it. Gotcha. Um, yeah, but usually, though, I mean, like, it's there's not much stuff that happens. It's like, oh yeah, we need you to do something different. It once for our normal projects, and then we have a couple other projects that are like with the same client for the same town. Uh, that are like open ended. So then it's like, okay, well, this issue has arose. So what do what do we what can we do about it? You know, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just. Yeah. It seems like anytime that they call, there's a new issue. Yep. Almost. (laughs) So it's like, so then you just charge it to the miscellaneous project or, you know, whatever other project that we have going on with them. So, yep. Yeah. So do you guys have to fill out a form for the change order and then submit it to like somebody higher than you or? Yeah.
0: So it it depends. Um, Normally, what happens, because most of the change order work is obviously development work. Yeah. So I, I have to normally meet with the client figure out what they want, bring it back, uh, do my best best at estimates of how long it'll take, right. make sure my team can hit that. And then mm-hmm. um, once I have weeks, I will actually go in and change the contract, and then someone else reviews it and adds numbers to it. Mm, okay. So I normally do a lot of the contract work except for the numbers. Right. I don't, I don't try to put a number in front of stuff. That's beyond me. Right. <laughs> Yeah, Uh, no, yeah. I don't want to, you know, say what an hourly rate is or what we
1: would charge for this, or you know. Yeah, yeah, it's up to somebody else. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Um, So, because I've even had stuff where it's like because of the type of client, where I'll be like, from a development standpoint, this will take three weeks, and they're like, nope, this is an inconvenience, so we'll say four because who knows what else is going on in the business and stuff like that. But they know the minimum time that I need.
1: If yeah, give sense. you. Yeah, be conservative with. Uh, yeah, that's a, we always are. We always are pretty conservative with our, um, with our proposals. Except unless it's like a new client and we're trying to get them. Then we'll oh, be agreed, as tight agreed. as possible. But yeah. if if it's a client that already knows us and it's on a time and material basis, then we'll be super conservative with it. So then they budget high, and then we come in lower. Yep. yep. So and that's. that's good they're fine with that.
0: We also make sure that we follow the change order process and stuff. Um, again, for new clients too, this is kind of what we'll do. We'll mm-hmm. follow the change order process so they're used to it. However, it might be a $0 change, right? We'll do the work yeah. anyway, but we'll get them used to the process of changing the contract, what it will look like. And that way they get a use to their approval even if it's a $0 change. Almost as a right. favor, right? Good favor mm-hmm. to kind of work it forward, but that way they get right. the process. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> Anything else with PMs? I know this is going to be a short episode, but no. I know. Th- yeah
1: um, yeah i think i'm all right yeah yeah
0: cool um yep i think we covered a lot of stuff real yeah. quick so hopefully everyone <laughs> got it if you guys have any questions you can find us at the engineer click the contact button or email us podcast at the engineer of uh we thank you all for listening we'll see you next week this is nate and this is rick thanks for listening